Aloha and welcome to another episode of the Hawaii Vacation Connection. I'm Bruce Fisher, also known as Aloha Bruce. Thanks for tuning in. Got a great podcast for you today. We're going to be talking about changes in Hawaii, embracing changes in Hawaii as we get through the big show. Of course, this podcast is not hosted by a wannabe social media influencer or somebody that doesn't know anything about booking a Hawaii vacation. This is a different kind of podcast. I'm the only one on this podcast. We're in Hawaii. We're Hawaii's experts. All we do is help folks plan Hawaii vacations. We've been in business for 23 years. This is our 17th year in podcasting, and we know a little bit about booking vacations to Hawaii. So that's all we do, and that's what we can help you with. So please get involved with us. Get over to our website, hawaii-aloha.com, or just give us a call at 1-800-843-8771. Chances are people are standing by right now to help you plan your Hawaii vacation. So get involved. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to help you get this going because now is the time. This is the peak time for people to start really getting serious about their Hawaii vacations. And I know you are too. And that's why you're here. But one of the things that you are going to be encountering here and one of the things that you're going to be thinking about is what to do and how to make your vacation memorable. And that's one of the things that we do here very, very well. So we can obviously help you plan this vacation and do it properly and also get you the right price. I know that folks are very concerned about pricing right now because prices are so expensive for Hawaii, but we're actually seeing prices come down a little bit. It's really a great time to give us a call and start planning the trips for next year, especially your summer vacations. Now's a really good time to start thinking about that. I know we've just got through the holidays, but hey, we got all kinds of holidays coming back up and all kinds of planning that needs to be done if you're going to be coming to Hawaii and we'd love to help you out. Okay, let's get to it. Let's get into the topic today and let's talk about embracing Hawaii changes from the tourism perspective. You know, a lot has happened in the last few years. I don't think I have to remind you about COVID and the wildfires and some of the idiosyncratic events that have really changed a lot about how people think about vacations and especially how they think about Hawaii and this beautiful destination and the beauty of the islands and the appeal that Hawaii has as a Hawaii vacation as a vacation destination just in general. And one of the things that we do here is that we love to share fun things to do. We like to talk about the hotels that we go to. We like to share information that we have about various activities that you can do, off the beaten path spots, help understand, help visitors kind of understand this destination destination, kind of get you ready and help uh, give you information to help you with your expectations about your Hawaii vacation. That's what we do here. We try to help folks plan memorable vacations. We're all residents here, so we like to share stuff. And I know that you've probably heard the saying out there, or you've seen the meme out there, you know, surfing sucks, don't try it. Now, I'm sure you understand the meaning behind that, right? The meaning behind that is, oh, we don't want you to do something here that we do here. Uh, It's a local thing. Don't do it, you know, and anybody who in any hometown, I don't care where you live, can attest to the frustration about their hometown becoming more and more crowded, more and more people there. It's not just Hawaii, uh, you know, Hawaii getting overcrowded and more tourists in Waikiki. It is everywhere. It happens everywhere. I'm originally from Miami Beach. I go back to Miami Beach. I don't even recognize the place, you know, and 
there's something to be said about this. You know, first and foremost, the earth is a thriving place. Let's just think about that. And I think it's kind of ignorant to think that the population growth is not going to affect where you live and your hometown, whether it's happening 25 years from now, the place that you call home, the place that you already see is going to be different than it was when you were growing up. That's just a fact of life. And I understand completely why people feel this is a bad thing. Anybody that has lived here for a long time or lived in a tourist destination, let's just say that because my entire life, pretty much except for about eight or 10 years when I lived in in Connecticut, I've lived in tourist destinations, being from Miami Beach, being from Miami, being from a, a, a population and a destination that has a lot of tourists. I understand it. Um, I don't like being held up by, by moving cars, you know, lots of pedestrians and tour buses. And when I see them, you know, I, I kind of do the face palm too, you know, um, nobody likes overcrowding or unusual traffic. Nobody likes this, but all that being said, uh, if, if you really don't change your attitude about it, you're always going to be conflicted by it. It's something that you're never going to be able to get over. And I know this is a big frustration point. You know, sometimes I'll post things on Facebook because we do a, a lot of posting on Facebook. I mean, that's where the biggest social media kind of attraction is for our website. And for what we do is you got to go to to Facebook and there's tons of comments and information. And I post a lot of local stories, a lot of local information. We've had several bloggers on our team over the years written who have written just about everything that you can imagine about Hawaii. And we talk about those things and we repost those things on our, on our Facebook page. And sometimes people get really upset with me because I'm telling them about a red sand beach, you know, I'm telling them not to go there, but I'm just telling them about it. And, you know, this kind of highlights some of the things or, or some of the off the beaten places that I like to go that people think we shouldn't be, you know, advertising. I mean, this is another thing that people say advertising, you know, social media posts. And I, you know, I don't think it's necessarily advertising. It kind of is, but really what we're doing is we're sharing. But if you don't change your attitude about it, you're going to be conflicted about it. It's really very simply simple by that, that you know about that. You know, it's inevitable. The only way you can stay happy amongst this ever-growing population and the fact that we have a lot more tourism. In fact, it's a little less now. You know, here in Hawaii, you just need to learn to accept it, or or or. Or I guess move to accept it. You know, I know this is hard. So in honor of all this, I'm going to highlight some of Hawaii's worst kept secrets, <laughs> the destinations and islands that everybody knows about. And um, I guess many locals wish we would have already kept secrets. Now, these aren't really secrets um, in the sense that we've been talking about them for years, um, but when you think about it, it's, it's these, quote, secrets that give visitors the unique experience in Hawaii that they want, you know, which they have a right to enjoy. Everybody deserves the right to have an insightful, fun vacation, right? I mean, let's face it, you know, locals from the islands want to know about the best things to do in Vegas, you know, or secret spots in California. Just like I want to know where the best uh, wineries are when, you know, if I go to Barbados or something, you know, it, this is just common sense and natural, you know. So the idea that, you know, we're sharing secrets is some kind of bad 
bad thing is I want to just dispel that today with our first podcast of the year out of the box, which is why I share things and our team shares things about Hawaii that probably should have been kept secret a long time ago, but they're now widely known and they're here for your vacation pleasure. Let, let's start off with snorkeling. There was a time when visitors came to Hawaii but didn't swim. Well, they swam, but it was in layered gowns, in stockings, in wool suits, and swimming caps, and only wading to their waists. You know, getting in the water wasn't widely enjoyed. It wasn't an activity that people really did because bathing suits, especially for women, were very uncommon until the 1900s. So you can bet that the now popular water activity of Hawaii snorkeling was definitely not a common thing to do. Thus, the waters were void of snorkelers. But today, obviously, snorkeling has become one of the top ocean sports for visitors to to enjoy during their Hawaii experience, which which means that many of the top snorkel spots are crowded. But if you're adventurous enough, there are coastlines, coves, and beaches that are snorkel-friendly. We talk about them here and uncrowded, and you just have to be willing to explore a little bit to find them. Uh, Top snorkeling spots, which we talk about, uh, worst-kept secrets, obviously, Hanauma Bay uh, in Honolulu, Sharks Cove on the North Shore, Poipu Beach on Kauai, Molokini off of Maui, right, and Kahalu'u in Kailua Kona on the Big Island. Remember, if it's crowded, it must be crowded for a reason. Another thing that we talk about is food trucks, right? Hawaii has quite possibly one of the most popular food truck scenes in the country. Uh, A lot of the bakeries and shave ice shops are on wheels here. The famous shrimp trucks on the North Shore. You can find tons of them. There's there's just so many. Elena's food truck is one of my favorite, you know, the Filipino food truck. And it's been serving up food since 74. It's um, you can't miss that truck. There's just a million of food trucks that you can find. You know, we have our Aloha Plate food truck tour uh, with Lanai Tupura that you can check out. And Hawaii's working class was really uh, the first ones to take advantage of these food trucks. They were really cheap. Uh, you could get a full belly with just a little plate lunch with a full meal. And many locals still make food trucks their go-to lunch spots. You can see them all over the island. And if you haven't heard about the shrimp truck craze on the North Shore, you've heard it now. And of course, uh, there's lots of great, great places up on the North Shore. The Kahuku Shrimp Truck, Leonard's Bakery, there's the Pupakea Grill, of course, uh, Giovanni's food, uh, uh, Shrimp Truck. Everybody knows about that. Over on Maui, of course, there's the Hana Highway, uh, another one of the not best kept secrets, right? We've uh, we, This is another one that's out there all the time when driving. Um, I always try to imagine, you know, when I go on this, what it would have been like back in the day when nobody else was on it. You could kind of think of this when we had the pandemic. And I think a lot of this stuff about tourism and about enjoying our islands and not having the population here happened during the pandemic because people, you know, for the first, I mean, I couldn't believe it. I actually loved it. You know, I mean, there was nobody on our beaches, so you get spoiled, you know, but these are things that to be shared, you know, the Hana Highway, I always tried to think of it, what it was like, you know, you could probably drive faster, a little faster down the highway back in the day and not see any other cars on the road. Um, Hana, 
on Maui is no secret, obviously, but I can imagine what it would be like when nobody was there, but it was traversed. You could traverse it now. You could enjoy it now. You could get down and enjoy Black Sand Beach down there. The views in Hana change from, uh, you know, all, all the topography that's there. I mean, you can see tumbling waterfalls, dramatic sea cliffs. All of this is on the road to Hana. It's a mix of landscape and you know, it's it's one of these things that you got to do if you're on Maui. Sometimes I recommend doing it as a tour. Sometimes I recommend doing it on your own. And there's so much to see and do on this road to Hana that it really needs to be customized for each of the people that are doing it. Because some people can handle the 639 tours, uh, uh, turns. Other people can't. All right, enough of that. Waimea Bay in the late 19th century, before there were even roads built, there was a railroad that stretched around the island past Waimea Bay all the way up to Laie Point. And you can see images of these railroads and old shops, even like the old Wailua Sugar Mill and some of the stuff in, stuff in Haleiwa. One thing you'll notice was that there were hardly any beaches. You know, Waimea Bay is kind of a dichotomy. In the summer months, it's gentle. It's like a lake. It's crystal clear. It's beautiful with stretches that, uh, you know, you can see up to the valley. It's just gorgeous. But in the wintertime, the waves, you know, around now, they start to pound the shoreline. It rumbles beneath your feet. It's amazingly, uh, it transforms kind of when you think about it. It's not really a beach day during the winter. But Waimea is packed with people year-round. You can swim, snorkel, body surf, jump off rocks. You can barbecue, picnic. It's easily accessible uh, pretty much on any given day unless there's some kind of major thing going on there. There's restrooms. There's fresh showers. And when you think about this, Waimea was once the location of ancient Hawaiian Apuaha and Captain Cook moored his ship here. And it's not only, it was not only a destination, it was a Holly Eva hotel, but the North Shore now is extremely popular. It's one of our not best kept secrets, right? Because it's now everybody makes it part of their Hawaii vacation. Worst kept secrets of Hawaii include the entire island of Kauai, Pipeline, most surfers would argue that the entire Miracle Mile, too. But camping spots around the island, Waikiki, try telling that to the H HDA, the volcanoes of the big island, Mount Haleakala on Maui, Koke'e on Kauai, and every beautiful beach that the state offers. So embrace the change. Embrace our worst kept secrets because really there are best kept secrets. So hopefully that helps you as you start to think about this vacation. We'd love to hear from you. Check out our website, hawaii-aloha.com or just give us a call 1-800-843-8771. Chances are I'll answer the phone or one of our advisors here will answer the phone and help you get started planning this Hawaii vacation. We'd love to help you out. We're a local company. We're here in Hawaii and we can help you do this and do it right. All right, that'll wrap it up for my beautiful wifey, Aling, and all of us here at Hawaii Aloha Travel. I'll say aloha and mahalo.